Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, it's big rain out there, guys. Big, big rain. rain. <laughs> I hate big rain. It's the God. biggest rain. Bigly. Oh, dear. Oh, I just whacked my mic. There we go. I'm sorry about that. Oh, what a start. Oh, what a fucking, what fucking start from the three Vunderkeens over here. What? I don't know. Vunderkeens? Vunderkeens. Doverkeens. Yeah, the German. It's like the kinder version of uh, Doverkeens. Yeah, the yeah. Wonderkeens. <laughs> the Wonderkinders. I'd watch that Saturday morning. I'd watch that on Live and Kicking, wouldn't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Wasn't great. that a, a Harry Partridge? Yeah, it is. Uh, the Dover Kids. The Dover Kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, fun, it's good. isn't it? And like Sparky the Baby Dragon or something. Like Aww. it's a bunch of kids and then there's also a baby dragon that they go around. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. seen that before as well. Smoky. How wholesome. Yeah. Mm. Well, should we get on with it? Let's. Yeah. Let's do that. I guess we should. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official Vidiots podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a, a thing along to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. I heard you starting to go there, Michael, at the end. It, yeah. Oh, it's really hard. I, th- I want everyone to experience that at some point because it's the most discombobulating thing possible. But you didn't one react one of these this time, which was good. You just sort yeah. of went with oh, it. I could yeah. hear. I could hear the smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the way my, my voice changes to kind of pierce this this grin. Yeah. But I'm getting better. I'm Slowly, it's taken months, but I'm getting to the point where I don't smile anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we all doing, boys? How, how are we? I feel like, as far as intros go, pretty lethargic. That's not a bad thing. I just feel like maybe we're all, we're all quite tired. Yeah. Well, how are we doing? It's been a bank holiday weekend at the time of recording, and I think actually sometimes that can make, although you should be feeling refreshed and, you know, you've had a, an extra break, I think it can actually just sort of really slow you down to a chug. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, I'm looking out of a window right now as I record, and it's just horrible, drizzly, grey. Chocolate rain. Yeah, it's, but yeah, it's chocolate rain. It's supposed <laughs> to be, you know, the approach of summer, and it's not happening right now. I'm just glad no. I didn't have any bank holiday plans i deliberately chose to just kind of do nothing and that's fine it can rain if it wants but yeah some people will have been really miserable today even more miserable than we sound oh. yeah i'm in that weird middle zone. magic mike oh I'm, I'm in that weird middle zone where like i like i've spent the weekend doing nothing so i've been very lazy barely gone outside and yeah. like i don't feel refreshed i don't feel happy and i don't feel ready to go back to work tomorrow 
I feel like I should have done something more productive, like gone for a walk or something, and I'm paying the price now. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, gone uh, for a walk? Is uh, it nice down there in, in the briz? I'm looking outside, and it's blue blue sky. So it's nice. It's not it's not hot, but it's it's not raining, and that's, that's all I'm all I need really. It's been on and off that's today. Good. It's been nice. Oh. Just talking about the weather on a podcast. It's okay. Yeah, it's, yep. it's all right in uh, in York. Yeah, are you in York still? No, no, no. All right, no, okay. no, no. Because no, 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 I asked no, what no, the weather no, was no. like, Peter. Do you remember? Yeah, I thought you meant it's still nice in York. No. Oh, okay. I was in York earlier today. Yeah, I know. I was. Yeah. Oh, wow, you've been jet-setting. Well, yeah, for a stag do. Lads, lads, lads. And uh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. So this is going to be a great high-energy podcast. But we're here, and we're going to do our best. We're really really hooking in the the listeners right now. They they know that ahead of them, 50-odd minutes of uh, something... (laughs) Tired gonna, boys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tired boys, tired boys. No, it's okay. We'll we'll bring it up. Uh, do you want me to start with a question to get us going? Yeah, Peter's question boy this week. Yeah, and uh, by the way, when the the boys and me are answering the question, if they mm. sound particularly good. Why why is that, boys? Why why might you sound better than me? <laughs> well, I think there's a there's a little little friend we can uh, call responsible for that, and that is our Blue Yeti microphones. Oh. <gasps> Don't they sound amazing? Yeah. They certainly do. Oh, oh God! Yeah, that. I'm scared to do that. I'd, I'd... Uh, uh, yes, they're very good. <laughs> oh. That sounds like how a cartoon dog speaks. <laughs> yes, they're very good. Yes, I would like a biscuit, please. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so thanks, Blue Yeti, for providing some of us with um, some A-star stellar Only microphones. Only two of us, though. <laughs> People were asking me on stream the other day on the on the video stream why I don't have a Blue Yeti microphone. I just sort of didn't really know the answer. I I asked for one, but too late, or they only. Had, I don't know if it's I asked too late, or they only had two to send out. I, but anyway, I'm understand. fine with it. I'm fine well, with we it. Well, we got sent two, didn't we? Yeah, we we got sent two up to Newcastle, and then Yogscast asked for one of them back. Yeah, so, that was it. I don't know. Just sort of, just just oh, administrative well. errors, I assume. I'm yeah. not really sure. But Peter, you sound great. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, Peter, you don't need the blue yeti, but we sorely did. Okay, yeah, we did. Oh, that's good. It's just a very. This is a very sensitive microphone. It it detects. You know, if if a if an ant leaps off the sideboard, it will hear. It will hear that. Oh God. Oh. Yeah. Which is arguably oh, not a good thing. Anyway, I've got a question. Talking of little friends, you, Michael, yeah. you called your your blue yeti your little friend. Oh. Um, yeah. I've got a question here from from a, an old friend of ours. Uh, hashtag Let's get John. Oh, oh Johnny John. Higgins. John Higgins has uh, submitted a question here. Oh. Okay. Uh, who would win in a three-way fight? At Dave on Twitter, Parrot oh. Boy himself, Ooh. or an army of tiny horses he's just thrown in there as the extra, just a wild oh, card man. combatant there. I'm kind of curious how Ben and Peter managed to escape this fight. They're just spectators. Well, I've got a Blue Yeti microphone, and I think Peter wanted yours, so right. uh, I ran away with mine. And then, <laughs> and, just and then like, I have said... Uh, Dave and horses, please kill Parrot Boy. And oh. my friend, the horses. Yes. <laughs> the army of tiny horses. They're little tiny Peter horses, I guess. Oh. I suppose so. You would know them, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> friend of all things small, Peter yeah. <laughs> and And Dave as well. Yeah. I, I like to yeah. think, oh. in my head, Dave would be an absolute winner in this scenario because 
He comes armed to the teeth with two hot, freshly boiled kettles and pockets <laughs> full of cans of lilt. Sharp-edged yeah. tucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a bandolier of tucks. Mm. He's got cheese-flavoured tucks as well that like he throws at me, the vegan, and causes me oh, to God. scream in peril. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's got the chilli ones, which if they get in your eyes, you know. Yeah, that hurts. Like the paprika ones. God. It hurts a little bit. Don't do that. God, you might have you might have very quickly given us a, a you know, an undoubtedly accurate answer there. Well, because I'm not a fighter. I mean, I can try, but it's not going to end well. I'll take, like, defensive approaches where, like, I'll spin around on the floor, scream so loud it damages his eardrums. But when it comes mm-hmm. down to an actual fight, mm-hmm. I can't I can't stand up against Dave. And I just think the horses. Dave would <sighs> use his, his Irish charm and become a, can become friends with the horses and unite. Horse whisperer. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, here's Peter. Feel free to correct me because, as Peter Austin, friend of the Tiny Horse Army, yeah. um, this this Tiny Horse Army, in my mind, is coming out of some sort of tiny tiny portal to a tiny universe. Could it also be that there are there's a tiny Dave there and a tiny Parrot Boy, <laughs> and they've just been brought through from this universe, so they're familiar with the fighting styles of Big Dave and big big parrot boy yeah <laughs> and so it's time to take down big parrot boy and so they know all the weaknesses and they can exploit all of that stuff and there's a lot of them and i feel like you know maybe there's some sort of sentient clever tiny horses and they well, have <laughs> artillery well there's some questions here i mean it just you know john in his infinite wisdom has just said an army of we don't know how how big they are how well armed they are like you say they might have some tiny Tiny Tillery, but mm-hmm. um, our, our littlery. Yeah, but the the also the, you know also the question is if they have come from the tiny universe that you've just so vibrantly described for us there, mm-hmm. might they be slightly unprepared for the size of at Dave on Twitter and at Parrot Boy if they're used to the tiny boys? That's true, but there are a hundred of them, and there's only one each of these is that guys. Decided? They'll be no, fighting it... against each other as well. We've come up with the number one hundred. Is it yeah. is it one hundred, or is it just an army? It's just an army at the moment. But oh, I guess usually in these things, it tends to be a hundred, right? I need to know. We need to know. It depends. Can if you it's like text a, John, a Soviet army of horses, then that's like a never-ending supply of cannon fodder. They could just keep going forever. Yeah, they could. Yeah. They could. It also depends how tiny they are. I think I think John might have to come back to us with far more detail. Yeah, yeah. I'm we sure need he's an parameters. avid listener of Podiats. In between his very busy work schedule, he can find some time to write in a detailed report of how a horse army operates and functions. Yeah. Please, I'm, thank you. I'm team horse, though, for now. Ooh. And um, Mikey's team, team Dave. Team Dave, yeah, yeah. I might be team Mikey. I think we've underestimated oh. the chemical warfare aspect here. <laughs> You could, hang on, true, he's actually. not allowed the Geneva Convention. And no, various it's, a other, it's a war crime. He <laughs> yeah. can't just gas. Well, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I will, I will unleash <laughs> chemical warfare. What are they going to do? They can't yeah. come near me. Does Mikey seem like the kind of guy who subscribes to the Geneva Convention? I don't <laughs> no, that's think so. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've answered it there. It might be illegal, but he would win. Thank you. Okay. Um, and he better just hope he then stays on the, the global top spot for the rest of his life. Otherwise... <laughs> You know, they're going to throw you straight into some kind of horrible war crimes jail. And while I'm at that top stop, I can just, that top spot, sorry, I can just spend all of the country's resources in researching and developing new, more chemically warfare <laughs> techniques. So I, I'm just unstoppable, uh, really. Yeah, well, you are. But let's not forget that the methane that you've used to murder 
your foes and to take over the world is also the same methane that's brought forward global warming mm. and the end result of that single-handedly by at least a decade oh god that's a good point actually well yeah. if i can't rule the world no one can maybe that's why mikey is vegan because by not supporting the meat industry he's ca- trying to counteract his his methane exactly, uh, output yeah. is that his it? methane footprint it's just to neutralize your carbon <laughs> footprint. Yeah, yeah i'm carbon neutral baby <laughs> wow okay well thanks john for that question um we were completely split there but uh you know maybe maybe they'd all be the winners the true winner would be friendship the friendship they made along the way exactly exactly yeah we'd like a second question those horses will tell they will what they'll tell the war stories those horses will tell (laughs) the wars i thought you just said those horses will tell (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're, gonna, they're gonna tell the teacher that there's a fight Those horses going on. are gonna tell them tell on michael yeah little snitchy horses they they'd win sure uh, peter i could go for a second question yeah you want you straight in with a second question why not why not yeah, yeah. uh this is a quick i think it's a topic we've we've loosely discussed before but i think it's i'm i quite like the idea of answering a straight question about it this is from chris at lithray on twitter uh mm-hmm. what part of american culture is the most confusing slash interesting to you guys oh god which I think is quite a good question, um, given that, you know, I think British people seem pretty confusing slash interesting to Americans. But, you know, it's a, it's a yeah. two-way thing. I'll tell you something that is pretty weird, I think. Um, as as some of the audience may know, I am now an engaged man. Uh, Hooray! Congratulations, Peter. Uh, to an engaged woman. And we recently were just looking at potential like wedding venues and stuff. And we went to a place and they were saying, oh, yeah, we do all sorts of events here. You know, we do birthdays and weddings and and stuff like that. And they said, yeah, we do we do some like some new kind of things that are coming over from America as well. And, you know, these baby gender reveal parties. Oh, yeah. oh no. OK, yeah, that's that's apparently slowly encroaching into Britain now, which I think is that maybe specifically isn't the weirdest thing that they do. But it's it's just that sort of rather typical um i i think that's uh an example of how i kind of view american culture sometimes which is that you know everything is quite everything seems to be caused for an enormous celebration you know they have baby showers they have gender reveals they have um, baby jesus get over yourselves yeah calm down you know have a have a sort of a i don't know a christening or if you're obviously not religious some sort of naming ceremony slash the baby Meet, sorry, meet, meet the baby kind of sounds like a party game where, like, pin the, pin the tail on the donkey, but you're just slathering oh, no. meat all over a newborn. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but also the idea that, like, sports sports competitions in schools are so high high budget and high profile. And, like, oh, if God, you're a, yeah. college, a college football player, you can be, like, a celebrity, like a national celebrity. And they do, like... They have enormous like brass bands playing and stuff and like fireworks and flyovers and things yeah, for like literally millions. yeah for college sports. I tell you it's something else as well before I you know let you yeah, guys go on Peter yeah, go on. let yeah. them have it go on yeah F- screw America I, I can oh, say fuck can't I I can oh. say fuck America no you okay could, not yeah. fuck America but no, they do essentially <laughs> well so this is this is something that I don't know if it's true but I've heard more than one case of this happening when I was younger. Uh, regretfully, I went to SeaWorld when I was on holiday in America. Mm. And at the time, I thought, wow, this is great. In hindsight, 
I kind of wish we'd not supported the the place. But anyway, we were there. And they played the national anthem before the Shamu Killer Whale show, right? Which is just a very American thing. You know, national anthem everywhere. My parents said after the fact that while the national anthem was playing, their eyes got really tingly. And they were like, not being funny, but have they sprayed some sort of stuff into the air to make people cry? (laughs) And I I have read articles online that this is something that is suspected to sometimes happen at places. Wow. No, that can't be right, can it? I want to believe that. I really do want to believe that. I do. I don't know if it's true, but I've I've seen various things about that. And the fact that my parents came up with it with no prior knowledge of the phenomenon, uh, it's an interesting thing. And so yeah, I think it's the... Yeah, you've said it on a podcast, so it is, it's recorded as truth. It's true. It is real. Let's keep repeating it every episode. <laughs> yeah. So my answer, the confusing, interesting thing is is all the sort of the parties and the and the strong, patriotic, wild stuff going on, even at school sports level but yeah what about you guys Do you guys remember our fucking sports days yeah exactly <laughs> egg and spoon awful. race jesus uh, it's about hiding from from your duties <laughs> <laughs> trying to slip in with another class so you don't get called out everybody was trying to desert it's practically a, a military conscription in the u.s speaking yeah. of dessert did you used to get like little sweets at the end of each race or was it like one big thing. I think that was just you, Michael. Oh, just, no, we... Well done, Michael. Very proud of you. That's <laughs> the sherbet lemon on the finish line. <laughs> Go get it. I just cracked the egg I was carrying and, and oh. dripped it into my mouth. Oh, I was going to say, swallow that whole power yeah. move. <laughs> well, that's what you need. You need the protein for your next race. Oh, right? Definitely, yeah. Sure. Roll yeah, eggs. next race, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Doing all those races. This isn't a weird thing, but this is one thing that America does kind of as standard that I wish we did as well. And that okay. is all their cars are automatic, or at least the majority of them. Mm. And that's like, as someone who stopped learning halfway through learning to drive, it would have been so much easier if I didn't have to focus on the fucking gear stick. Oh man, automatics are a piece of piss to drive. Yeah, just like, go like yeah. a big old bumper car. Oh, it'd be so good, imagine. <laughs> yeah. I think it's better in the UK that we have to, you know, the, the vast majority of of cars are manual yeah. just because it's it on the whole i think encourages a higher quality of driver yeah especially in the uk where they, there's a lot of country roads and like city stent centers that aren't built for driving so you need that extra yeah. level of kind of focus control like, yeah mm-hmm. yeah also it can be useful in uh in snow and stuff like you go into a higher gear and stuff like that you know like certain terrains i get maybe like automatic cars can work that out but maybe not i know you can manually like shift them up and down still but yeah it's not the same it's not not quite the same of being able to just throw it into three or one or seven forward forward go yeah go or no those are the two (laughs) or yeah Put it in H. Put it in H. I was just about to say. <laughs> Put it in H. Here's something I think is a little bit weird about America. Yeah. Oh. What about, God, uh, what about their president? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, a bit weird. For real, though, the guns. I don't. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if any of us were going to say it, but, like, without getting too into it, what the fuck, America? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Please. I mean, you can, you can have shotguns in the UK. If you have like a hunting license and a special license for it, mm. but it just seems that like any idea of of sort of regulation is is terrifying and disgusting, and it just boggles my mind. Mm. Thoughts and prayers are the only uh, regulation we need. 
Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Freedom units. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking guns, but I think it's just kind of obvious, isn't it? It's just like, what the fuck it are you is. doing? It is the thing. And how they drive on the right. Well, they like... Yeah, oh, they drive on the left with the rest of the world. Come on. How strange. Good. Uh, now we've alienated all the Americans. Let's continue. Well, who's got a thing? I've, Hopefully I've you both got, got one. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Got I've got ben, a thing. Do you mind shoot. if I hop, hop in? Yeah. Uh, let me just... Um, let me just go ahead and find it for you. I've got it. I've got it. It's okay. This is a heart attack. Heart attack. Feel free to keep going quietly in the background, though. Art Attack is a British children's television series revolving around art, currently hosted by Lloyd Warby on Disney Junior and originally airing on CITV, hosted by friend of Vidiot's Neil Buchanan Neil from Buchanan. 1990 to 2007. So, what was that, sorry? <laughs> did you say 2007? I did. I got completely thrown by what I thought I heard as I was speaking. What did you say? I, I, said, I said Neil Buchanan. Okay, right. <laughs> 2007 he's really thrown me 2007 <laughs> right that's how the cool kids are saying it these yeah. days what's going down this sebi it's not my fault you guys aren't following the popular culture the original series aired on CITV between the 15th of June 1990 and the 26th of May 2007 and mm. was presented by one of its creators Neil Buchanan what was it Peter Buchanan Buchanan Neil Buchanan throughout Buchanan also wrote and produced the series and came up with a majority of the creative ideas oh. That's good, I didn't know that. Silly feet. A new series launched on Disney Junior, UK and Ireland, on the 6th of June 2011 and was presented by Yasa Aluwalia, I think. Okay. Bjorkanen. Each show involved Aluwalia, I hope I'm getting that right, voicing over footage of an artist producing three works of art, taking the viewer through various stages of production step by step. What? He was later replaced by Lloyd Warby at the start of the British Second Revived series. But I don't know about all of that shit, you guys. I don't know about that shit. Andrew Lloyd Warby. Yes. I want to talk about the Disney Channel art attack, in particular, the Spanish art attack. Ooh. Okay. Because, as some of you may have known, I went on holiday last week to Magica, uh, which is a Spanish island. And I was there for three days. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, go on. What's up? It sounds a bit like a card game. Yeah. Magica. Magica the Gathering. Yeah. Majorca. Uh, I was there for three days, and the food did not agree with me at all, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Sort you, did of... a, 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 you did a Neil, Neil Buchanan, didn't you? Yeah, I did, exactly. It sort of became Ben Potter and the three days of non-stop Dara. Right. Oh. And by the end of my time there, I sort of looked like... Well, I was, I kind of, I looked a bit like a vagrant beach ball full of wind oh that had just God. sort of been granted asylum on the <laughs> on the island, just sort of allowed to stay. Oh no, that is brilliant! Wow, sorry to hear so, that. So, as I as I nursed my rear one morning, mm. I turned on the Disney Channel to see the Spanish interpretation of Art Attack, and uh, I've got a little clip here of my initial reaction to it that I'm going to play through the microphone for you. I hope there's no diarrhea sounds in the in the background. <laughs> this is the control splat. What have you done with Neil? So there we go. That was me just yelling in a hotel. Oh, what have they done with Neil? Eleven in the morning, yeah. and there was Spanish Neil there, just taking us through an art attack. But it's time for a quiz. Right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Uh, I, I've not done my revision. No, it's fine. This is a pop quiz. 
Okay. A popular quiz. Right. It's a very popular quiz. All about what I learned about Spanish Art Attack <laughs> while watching Spanish Art Attack. Right. Okay. I yeah. thought you would enjoy it because we could all go through it together and learn. And maybe... Yeah, that, that sounds great. Maybe it'll be a bit silly as well. I don't know. Whatever. You guys let me know what you think. We'll, all right. we'll give it a try. We'll you up do. for it? You okay? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six questions. Okay, ooh, great. Ooh. Multiple choice. Otherwise, that would be a bit difficult. Here we go. Quiz time. The classic theme tune appears to be unchanged, but... What instrument has been added? Any early guesses before I list your options? Surely electric guitar. I want to say saxophone. Hmm. Is it A, the maracas? (laughs) B, the bongos? Or is it C, it's just been covered by Neil's bad band? Oh, if only. It's got Um, the maracas, surely. I'm going to say bongos then. Oh. It's B for bongos. Peter's one nil up. Bongos. Boggos. The host of Spanish Art Attack is called A. Guillermo Martinez, mm. B. Antonio Banderas, or C. <laughs> Keith Chegwin. <laughs> Gonna oh. take a wild punt to A, I think. Yeah, that, that, that's the, the most responsible answer out there. You guys got it right. Hey. Oh, great. It's Guillermo Martinez. 2 1. The host's iconic red uniform returns, but the jumper is not quite as you remember. (gasps) How dare they? How is it different? A, it still has Neil in it, and he and Guillermo are sort of fused together like in the movie The Fly. B, it's just a long-sleeved shirt because Spain is too hot for jumpers. C, it's a tank top because Spain is really hot. Oh... I think tank tops a bit too sexy for the children. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm hoping for their sake, not ours, that it's too be. sexy for the children. <laughs> I think A sounds too sexy for the children as well. It's me too. Oh, the flies. Still got a bit of Neil in it. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be B. Yeah. We're going for B? Mm. Yep. It is B. Hey, yes. thank God. Question four. Big art attacks. Were a, lar- were a large part of the original series, wherein Neil would lay out various items on the floor to reveal a large work of art when viewed from an aerial camera. These are still in, but how are they done now? I've a, got an idea before you throw out any okay, answers. Okay, go on. Is there a drone involved? Oh, I, ca- I can't... I don't know. That's oh, my okay. answer. <laughs> it's, not about, it's not about direction of, okay. the, of, of the photography. Right. A... Guillermo gets right in there and makes a nice big face out of salt packets and dirty linen. B, a mute man who's never referenced or seen elsewhere in the show (laughs) takes it upon himself to get on with it. Or C, it just cuts to footage of Neil's 90s efforts. Oh, imagine. I don't think... I don't think so. No, I I think... The Spanish remake won't have the same budget as the original, so they don't have the money for these like big pots of salt. So they've had no, to reuse salt. Salt's so expensive. Yeah, salt's expensive. It's a rare commodity. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping C. It just cuts to the old. old I'd love that, but I'm going to say B. Whatever that was. Oh yeah, the the extra man. The extra man. <laughs> it is B. It's oh. just an extra man. So we've got Guillermo in the studio, and then every so often it'll just cut to a man who doesn't say <laughs> any words, presumably because they just use them in all of the European language adaptations oh, yeah. of art attack i we called him noel <laughs> because he wasn't quite ni- he looked a bit like neil but not quite like neil noel buchanan and he used to just sort of yes he used to just like completely 
he he kind of mimed and like massively overacted as he was gathering his his bric-a-brac oh, to build yeah. his big art attacks and uh, i watched a couple of episodes and he was in both of them and never referenced at all Just, and he never spoke here's the man he enters no one says anything i've got a question for you ben yes it might be something it might be one that you're about to ask but is there a spanish version of the head question five <gasps> Perhaps one of the harder parts to translate was the wisecracking The Head, a sentient bust that would critique and otherwise irritate poor Neil as he went on his art journey. His head made it in... Uh, sorry, has head made it into the Spanish version oh. of Art Attack. A. Of course he has. B. Of course he hasn't. It's a fucking abstract concept at best and the show is better without him. Or C. Whoa. He has, but he's not quite the same. Oh... I, don't, I feel no. I, mm, I feel like the the guys watched the UK version of the show and kind of got the rough essence of the head, but <laughs> mistranslated it completely. So I'm going to go see. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I was get, like some someone from Rotherham or something to do the voice. I'm thinking C as well. I think he's there, Hola. but he's something else. <laughs> it is. It is C. Oh no. Oh. Final question. What? Oh, wait, hang head? on. You have to tell us how he's different. Come on. Final question. Oh, I see. <laughs> what has head been replaced with on Spanish Art Attack? Hmm. A. A wisecracking pineapple. <laughs> B. A wisecracking palm tree. C. It's just Neil again. He does it for the love of the sport. Oh, God. So I'm it's got to be either a pineapple or a palm tree, surely. But which could it be? I think it's easy to put a, a pair of sunglasses on a pineapple. But I guess a palm tree as well. It could work as well. You create a mechanism to make it flap its mouth. Oh, I'm going to go pineapple. Pineapple seems cheaper. I was going to say, I think it would be harder to articulate a mouth in a... How do you put a face on it? Well, I guess it could be quite a broad... I'll say I'll say the the palm tree, Ooh. so we're different. Oh, Peter takes it. It's B. It's a wise-cracking palm tree. No so way, I didn't even head, think it would be. Head used to be on a plinth, just in the corner of a room. Yeah. The palm tree, they have to just completely cut away to it because it's on its own set. And it sits, it's this massive, well, compared to what it's on, it's this huge palm tree on a little island with water all around it. And it's just got a mouth in the middle and the whole thing just sort of goes, mah, 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 mah. Oh. And, uh, and that's the equivalent of head on Spanish Art Attack. Oh, hello. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hola. Hola. <laughs> Me gusta el gato. <laughs> Well, I I don't know much Spanish, but I did learn a lot of Spanish from that, um, by which I mean one phrase, because they say it a lot. And I think Neil used to say it a lot as well. You know how he'd always go, and now we do this, and now we do this. Right. So I learned ahora, which means and now in Spanish, because even Guillermo had to say that all the time. Well, Neil used to, uh, when he was finished, he would look down the lens and go, try it yourself. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pay attention enough to see yeah. if that was that. But I would love to know if you're from another country that has Art Attack and what it's like, because it was really difficult to research. Yeah. Actually, it was hard to find out about because the Wikipedia page doesn't really mention many adaptations. It doesn't mention the Spanish one. Oh, God. so it could be a pirate. <laughs> it yeah, could be a pirate Art reimagining. Attack. Yeah. Was it called? Was it just called Art Attack in English, or yep. they translated it? Oh wow! Yeah, called Art Attack. Um, you know, same jumper, logo on it. Mm. Not a jumper though. Shirt, sexy tank top. Mm. 
Yeah. But there we go. That was my thing. Oh, wow. wonderful. I'm curious to learn more about the wild, wide, wide world of Art Attack adaptations and remasterings. Yeah, it's the, like the cinematic universe. I was just about to say, yeah, the expanded universe. The Buchanan cinematic universe. Yeah. Ah, oh, but That's... is it canon or is is it Buchanan? Ah, oh, very good, very good. Very good. Do you think, um, what's his name? Guillermo. G- what's the host called? Guillermo. Guillermo. Do you think Gil-Mero. he's gone? <laughs> Gil- Hello, I'm Guillermo. Do you think he's uh, gone on to be in a band now? Well, I part of my research trying to find out what he was called was by just searching Spanish host Art Attack. Art Attack Disney Channel Spain. Spain Art Attack host. Help. Spanish Art Attack host Young. And it was I, I eventually found him on oh. Instagram. Oh, wow. And he's, he just posts photos of various things he's working on, but he's not in a band yet. Oh, oh. One day, one day. I'll get there. It's like they a midlife do. crisis when that comes. Like, time to re- reimagine my image. Fuck the kids, I'm going to sing in a punk band or whatever. <laughs> I've never listened to Neil's music. Actually, neither have I. No. How have you gone this far without listening to any of it? It's fun to take the mick out of it, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Just because yeah. you imagine it's shit. Yeah. When it becomes real, it loses its fun. I wonder if he's art, uh, autographs and stuff. Like, if he, you know, some people don't, they don't acknowledge their old, their old work. And they're sort of like, no, I'm here. You know, if you've come to my concert, I want you to listen to my music and I want you to give me a photo of myself dressed in my band gear. I don't want you to yeah. walk over to me with a a picture from the <laughs> 1980s when I had a mullet and a red jumper on. Fuck yeah. Um, I'd be interested to know whether he owns it or not. Play your old stuff, Neil. <laughs> Make a big art attack. Uh, fellas. Yeah. Hey. I've got a question right here. Ooh. Oh. This is from Tiger Wolf. At world famous golfer, yes, Tiger Tiger, Tiger Wolf. Wolf. Wow. Uh, at BM Punk underscore Flame Boy. Oh, sick! Nice. Oh, that's yeah. rad. Uh, and they ask. I'm guessing he asks. Flame Boy asks. If you woke up as one of the other two, what would be the first thing that you did? <laughs> one of the other two. Uh. I mean, I'd, I'd immediately. Get naked, go to the mirror, and masturbate. I think, but um... <laughs> oh, right, which one though? Both. Both. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I'm hoping that I've woken up as like a, a creature that is literally split vertically, uh, one half on each. Oh wow! Oh wow! That, that would be terrifying. Be... It would, wouldn't it? Because one leg would be longer than the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, since you both have a lot more Twitter followers than me. I'd do some very embarrassing things on Twitter. Oh, take my God. Some, some no. toilet selfies, you know, good <laughs> stuff like that. <sighs> having a bum piss. Like, I think that'd be good. Just having a big rear. <laughs> Probably wouldn't think that was so out of character, really, our audience. They might be like, oh, okay. It's slightly too much information, but, uh, you know, they do That's a lot fine. of talking about their, their bum pisses. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'd do. I mean, if I was you, Peter, I'd... It'll be interesting to see what what the world looks like from down there. Oh. <laughs> you know? Very good. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Whole new your, understanding of the world. Getting your tiny car and go because you live sort of like a Stuart Little life, don't you? You have a little. <laughs> you got lots of. You got a fleet of little vehicles. I do. I, I pop out of bed in my shoebox. I yep. climb down a skipping rope that your fiance been... keeps under her regular bed. Yeah. I, I I climb climb down a skipping rope to get to the floor. Um, and uh, then I hop into my little plane and fly up to the kitchen counter to put some toast on. 
Oh, do, do you have toast? I imagine that you had the little... Um, the I opened little, the crumb tray. The little cereals, you know, the, the crumb tray. Uh, the... What, what's the, um, the, the crunchy salad bread called? Croutons. Croutons? Yeah, you croutons. Have croutons. Yeah. Salad, bread. <laughs> salad. Crunchy salad bread. I have a single slice of crouton and uh, a drop of butter on it. Mm, delicious. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'd, I'd see what it's like living a, a big boy's life. That's what I'd do. <laughs> Wow, um, that would be amazing. Well, I'm glad I went malicious there. You, you two are very wholesome, and I'm just the arsehole. <laughs> I think it would depend. I mean, you know, if I ended up in in Mikey's Mikey's body specifically, that would at least be a bit more interesting because I've been able to ta- teleport down to Bristol to a different oh, city. Yeah. Whereas if I woke mm. up as Ben, all right, I know I'm still a different person, but I still have to go into the office and do work. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'll be sat <laughs> next to myself. You'd see me as you. Yeah. You'd see Mikey as you. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if I was down in Bristol, it's like, you know, free free trip. I'm hoping oh, yeah. that I'll maybe change back to my normal self at some point. But uh... Well, in, tomorrow rent is due, so have fun with that, Peter. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> sure, it'll be fine. We'll be all right. We'll have yeah. a whale of a time. Absolutely. Who would you, to expand onto this question, is there anyone that you know in real life, personally, that you you wouldn't mind spending a day as? Oh, good question. You've know, got an interesting life or something. <sighs> See, I'm I'm hesitant. Like I don't want to tempt fate. I'm right. not. I'm not a. I'm not a superstitious man, but I'm. I am kind of worried that if I if I talk openly about wanting to be somebody else, I might it might just happen, and oh. then I would forget that I was ever me. Oh my god! There's some risks here. This is dangerous. Well, as long there as you are. say someone who you think would have a happier, t- someone who's happier than you are, then oh, well, that's not nothing easy. to lose. Not, not difficult, is it? <laughs> uh, oh dear. About David Beckham. Oh, well, I'd like. I'd said someone that you know personally. Like you don't you know, know that I don't know David. Yeah, all right, true. Come on, come on. Real pal Dave. Yeah, big I, Dave. I think I'd become uh, the person who owns the cake stall in Saint Nick's Market and just hoard all of their stock. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah ruin them. Fucking ruin yeah, them. Yeah, did, did you do it? Yeah, good stuff. Good. About you, peeps. Maybe I'd be uh, at Dave on Twitter. I mean, he's over there in Canada right now. Oh, yeah, he always a, seems happy, doesn't he? Living a living a life, he's you know, doing pretty well for himself, job wise. Yeah, yeah, he's doing yeah. all right. Doing all right. You know, he's only doing he's only right. moved to another country and is basically yeah, doing head of an office over there. He's well, doing fine, he's I suppose. All right, yeah. yeah. Dickhead. Or maybe I'll be Simon Miller, and I could see <gasps> how amazing. golden and happy the world looks from his point of view. Why? Yeah, but you do realise he's booked himself in for like five wrestling matches in the next month. <laughs> You'd actually die. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. Maybe You'd break your neck and die. Maybe hair is what makes us all so unhappy. If we were bald oh, like yeah. Simon, mm. just let the happiness radiate from you and that'd be it. It's a good shout. It's yeah, an undeniable sure. truth. So there you go. Everybody shave your head. It's the cure to all your sadness. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Tiger Wolf. If we woke up as one of the other two, we would do nothing other than wish we were Simon Miller. Yeah. So, there we go. <laughs> Easy. Mighty. I know. Uh, uh, if if I had woken up as you this morning, what thing would I have brought to the podcast? Oh, well, you would have brought along a cautionary tale. Oh, my God. Oh. So oh. For fairy tales as a kid, you know, I've kind of... Half truthful, half made up stories to kind of deter kids from mm. doing bad things or getting in trouble or anything like that. I've got a fairy tale about why you shouldn't move in with an online influencer. Okay. Oh, it's too late. He's already here. <clears throat> oh, shit. So this is this is a story ripped uh, online that I read a few months ago, but it came back in my head today and I thought I'd share it. I'll put the okay. link to the full thing, but here's kind of like an abridged version. 
I wondered if this was going to be a story that your girlfriend had written about you. (laughs) (laughs) All he does is record his own farts and post them on TikTok. Someone stop him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, I'm happy to hear that it's not about, you know, yourself. Um, Well, you never know. Maybe some names have been changed, some locations. Oh, potentially, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll let you make your mind up. John Michelson uh, was a a big (laughs) farty boy on the internet. (laughs) So the story begins... In 2017, I decided to move to Los Angeles because I wanted to pursue a career in music. I had auditioned for a few music competition-style reality shows and even appeared on one. I knew rent would be expensive in LA and I wouldn't have any income at first, but my savings were enough that I'd be able to put down a security deposit and pay at least half a year's rent before running out of cash. So in the article, he continues to go on about how extensive his apartment search was and how miserable it was, and it came down to these three choices. Option one was a living room a with a curtain. Bobption one. <laughs> Bobption one, yeah. Bobption one was a living room with a curtain hanging on a string as a makeshift wall to provide some facade of privacy, occupied by a young couple and their two year old daughter. So oh, Christ. Wow. That's, it's uh, appealing to say the least. Mm. Bobption two was an unfurnished bedroom in a three-bedroom apartment. The roommates were all international students who never spoke English at home, took their studies very seriously, and strictly enforced daily quiet hours in the apartment. Not ideal for a musician. And finally, Bopption 3. He'd almost dismissed it as a scam at first. It seemed too good to be true. It was a one-bedroom unit in a fancy building in Hollywood with a roommate named Alec. Alec travelled a lot and had one of those folding room dividers he could put up to let me use the living room as my bedroom. Again, like, I, d- I don't think I'd even, like, consider that kind of place. Yeah, what is that? That yeah. sounds awful. But, I guess it's that bad in LA that, you know, you just take yeah, I guess you can get. You just can't afford a proper bedroom, so here, have a thin, bl- thin bit of material. Mm. Woo! But the best part of this deal was that Alec was around my age, and I thought we would get along. He told me he was a performer too, and I didn't mind. And he didn't mind me practicing my music in the apartment, as lame as it makes me sound. I also thought he was cool, <laughs> so he asked Alec to FaceTime him so he could see the new place. When he picked up, I was kind of shocked by how handsome he was. He oh looked like God. he was maybe even wearing makeup. The apartment oh. was exactly as he described it. So theoretically, he's hit gold here—a nice, sexy roommate and a nice, sexy apartment. Yeah, what, what could go Sounds wrong? Sounds like a dream scenario. Oh. Oh, well, just just you wait. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my no, God. No. Don't want to wait, Michael. It's coming. Put us out of our misery. Put a gun to our head and put us out of our misery. I agreed to move in. I sent him the security deposit and he emailed me the lease and the application. I noticed it was a 24-month lease, which he hadn't mentioned. Two years seemed like a big commitment, but I figured this was just a big city thing. Classic big city thing, long tenancies, but... Whatever. At this point, he couldn't back out. He signed a lease, sent over all the paperwork, and within a week, he was officially a tenant of a one-bedroom apartment in Los Angeles. It's the kind of thing people write songs about. It's it's magic. He did it. (laughs) Against all the odds. I'm very concerned. He's living in a partitioned living room in LA. Woohoo. For two years, and he can't get out of it. (laughs) I put all my clothes in my car and drove the six hours to my new home. He wasn't in the apartment when I walked in, so I looked around. The first thing I noticed was how many Amazon Prime and delivery food boxes that were laying around. I checked the fridge, nothing in it except for a half-empty Starbucks cup and two bottles of Soylent. His bedroom floor was covered in clothes, and the wall behind his bed had a colourful piece of fabric pinned up with Christmas lights all over it, like a Mm. backdrop. My first impression of him was that he was a wealthy guy who 
didn't take good care of his many nice things. No judgment. Even though I was tired, I was happy to finally be there. And then, is this a porn thing? Oh, it sounds it sounds like it's it's leading up to something sexy, doesn't it? But it, it's mm, not. Okay. Thankfully, this oh, is okay. this is a strict PG thirteen story. You'd be glad to hear. Okay. God, thank God. I nearly had to text my mum. <laughs> Please make Michael stop. Alec walked in wearing basketball shorts, stupid-looking bulky sneakers, and a really tight shirt that said Gucci. He looked sweaty. He called me bro. (laughs) (laughs) He called me bro and apologized for the place being, quote-unquote, kind of fucked up. He said lol out loud at one point, too. (laughs) We had Good. a yeah. Imagine I I think I did that once when I was a kid, and I learned my lesson. You don't you don't you don't do that. It's disgusting. I'd be thinking, oh good, he just said lol. I'm here for 24 months. This is going to be great. Oh boy, we had a conversation this is a death that sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's how you instantly ch- char any chance of anyone liking you. Just say lol out loud. We had a conversation that was the same process repeated over and over. He'd ask me a question like, how was your drive? And then stare at his iPhone while I answered, seemingly <sighs> absorbing nothing I said in response. So he's, he's, he's a bit of a prick. Mm. The first in- this, uh, this first interaction gave me an idea of what kind of person Alec was, but I hadn't figured out the worst yet. He had told me he was a performer. It turned out that he was a muser. Need that translated? I did too. It's a person yeah, who, yeah, it's a person who has a lot of followers on an app called Musical.ly, which has since been renamed TikTok. <gasps> okay. Oh no, living with a TikToker. Is that the collective noun for people who use TikTok? TikTokers. TikToker. Uh, a tank tankums. There we go, tankums. He had a lot of followers, more than nine hundred thousand when I first moved in, and that was his job. He wasn't a musician or an actor. He lip-synced to pre-recorded audio while looking attractive for his seconds-long videos, to the joy of his adoring fans, while proudly, without any shame, referring to himself as an influencer. Wow. And this, it starts getting more and more interesting. Oh, my God. A lot of followers. Nearly a million. Yeah, fucking hell for just... Nearly as many as us. (laughs) Not quite. So close. Maybe we had it wrong. We should have been lip-syncing to audio the whole time. Should have just been saying lol out, out loud and calling people bro. <laughs> bro, I'm sweaty. Sorry, bro. Shitting on the floor. Sorry, I'm sweaty, bro. <laughs> How was your drive? I don't give a shit. Fuck off. <laughs> Brands sent him free shit and paid him to mention them or feature their products in his social media posts. Kind of average for an influencer. But it was a totally foreign concept to this person. At first, it seemed like he could potentially help me with my music career. Maybe I could learn some internet marketing tricks from him. Over time, it became clear that this was the opposite. My roommate's TikTok fame made my life hell. Oh, God. Incident number one. Glitter all over the bathroom. Oh, God. Why was there glitter all over the bathroom one morning? (laughs) Like, on the walls? Apparently, there was a trend on TikTok where people were rubbing gold shit on their face, and that video got him over 300,000 likes. Same story with black permanent marker. A lot of TikTok videos involved writing his writing things on your hands for some reason. And Alec would use Sharpie markers for these. He would then touch what seemed like every surface in the apartment, leaving black ink everywhere. Uh, there was wow. a new quote-unquote challenge every week on TikTok, and they usually required some random props. Incident number two. Shirtless bathroom time. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting sexy. Oh, no. One day, he was in the bathroom with the door locked for two hours. Uh, I knew it was related to quote-unquote content creation because I heard the soft sound of 15 seconds of the same horrible song being played in slow motion over and over coming from under the door. 
the for result, two hours. Yeah, for two hours he worked on this masterpiece. But, but what was the result? It was a plotless video of him shirtless, doing nothing but staring at the camera from different angles, fixing his hair, and making hot faces. His followers oh. loved it. Why? Wow. What a life. I'm just taking a quick drink. Oof, it's, it's thirsty work, this. <sighs> Incident number three. Can't afford cocaine, can't afford rent. Oh, God. <laughs> God. The most exciting yeah. chapter yet. When it came time to pay rent each month, it became obvious why Alec needed me to rent his living room. I had no idea how much money he made or what he spent it on, besides alcohol, cocaine, plastic surgery, facials, postmates for every meal, and juices. But he could never give me the rent when I asked for it. I constantly had to pay the full rent up front and wait for what he owed me to be paid back. Uh... The final straw. Six months into living with Alec, with 18 months left on my lease, the incident occurred. Oh, God. (laughs) As I mentioned before, Alec didn't shop for groceries. All of his meals came from Postmates, which is kind of like a just delivery service in America. Right. Okay. In fact, I'd had to buy a lot of kitchen stuff because when I moved in, he only had two cereal bowls and a drawer full of plastic utensils left over from deliveries. I had been gone from the apartment all day at a job interview and then walking around filling out applications at more places. I was starting to run out of money in my savings account and still hadn't figured out how to monetize my music. So I wanted to get a part-time job somewhere in a store, in a cafe or anything. Also, earlier that week, some girl Alec had met on Instagram had gotten wasted and fallen over into my room divider, totally destroying it. So I had looked around a store for where I could buy a new one. God, I, I'm trying like imagine actually put yourself in his shoes where you, your only bit of privacy is this flimsy wall divider. Yeah. Now, now yeah. it's gone. Screw that. When I came home at around 5pm, our front door wasn't closed all the way. I got okay. freaked out. Did we get robbed? I slowly opened it. Alec was sleeping, face down, on my futon bed couch. Next to him, on the floor, was a pile of vegetables that I had bought at the grocery store. There was a cucumber with a huge bite taken out of it. That made me mad. Oh, God. I paid for those. He still owed me more than $500 of last month's rent. And now he was eating my groceries. So I said, wake up, dickhead. He didn't move. I walked closer. He was laying on top of one of the only possessions I had that I really cared about. A big blanket that my great aunt had knit for me when I was really little. Oh, no. I repeated myself louder. I poked him. He didn't move. I got even closer and moved his head, which was face down on my blanket, to the side a little. As I did, I discovered that his face was covered in black and white paint, which he had oh, rubbed for... he rubbed all over my precious blanket. He looked like a panda. He still wasn't waking up. As he passed out from paint fumes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you'll find out. It's actually even better than that. He still wasn't waking up. I tried everything and didn't get a response from him. He was breathing, but in a sort of wheezing way. (laughs) He had a bunch of red bumps on his arms and neck. I didn't know what was going on and felt freaked the fuck out. So to be safe, and to get him out of my futon couch bed, I called an ambulance. I hope he dies. (laughs) (laughs) The dramatic ending you won't believe. They took him away, still unconscious. I slept well that night, with my baby (laughs) blanket soaking in soapy water in the sink. In the morning, I woke up and checked my phone. I had 26 missed calls from a local number and four voicemails. It was Alec, from the hospital, asking me to bring him his iPhone. Each voicemail message was more aggressive than the last. He'd gone from, hey, roommate, to, listen up, bitch. 
in less than an hour. He was clearly having trouble living without his cell phone. I didn't respond. I called my dad and went down to the management office of the apartment building. I asked what what I could do to end the lease early. The fee was astronomically high, like thousands of dollars. I decided anything was better than continuing to live with this shallow, shitty sad sack and wrote a check on the spot. I put everything I remotely cared about in my car. At the last minute, I remembered the money Alec owed me. I went to his room and grabbed two expensive-looking hoodies from the floor and drove myself back to Arizona. I later found out that Alec had been trying to film a TikTok video for a challenge in which users were imitating a panda. Because Alec (sighs) ate mostly delivered sushi and burritos, he'd apparently never discovered his allergy to cucumbers. (laughs) He'd had an allergic reaction and was in in mid-anaphylaxis when I found him. Holy shit. I kind of saved his life. The end. Wow. Where did you get that story from? Um, I can't remember. I think... Oh, hold on. If you just Google TikTok life from... Yeah. Google the headline, My roommate's TikTok fame made my life hell. It's from... Have people worked out who he is? I I, I was curious about that. I wanted to research this, but I didn't have time before we started. But I... I, If he he does exist, the link will be in the description. Okay. This isn't an article with comments on it, sadly. (sighs) Oh, he nearly... What a fucking idiot. My, he nearly <laughs> killed himself. By eating a cucumber. Fucking <laughs> what a dumbass. That is some natural selection stuff right there. Yeah. It's a beautiful little story. And just... I, I've recently got into TikTok a little bit. And it... Like, it is hilarious from, like, an outsider's view. It's, like, really cringy, really funny. But, God, the, the inner workings of these people's lives is, is a mystery. Oh, Jesus. Jeez. Uh, so thank you for listening and remember don't move in with tiktok people no don't do that tankers thank you michael that's all right very good hopefully i can save some lives <laughs> uh so i've got a question right here oh yeah this is from darren parton uh mm. dolly's brother i'm guessing <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Of at duller 88 and darren asks what film or TV show have you never seen that literally everyone else seems to have? I oh, personally God. have never watched an episode of Friends, and this is weird to people. We haven't done this, have we? No, no I, don't I don't think, think so. so. No, no, I didn't think we had. But uh, just you know, we've we've talked about shows that we do like. I think is the is where I'm what I'm thinking of. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never really watched Friends. It's... I might have caught like half an episode every so often, but I've never sat down and watched Friends. Yeah, before. me too. Yeah, Friends, I don't think is one of those shows you sit down with intent to watch. It's just kind of on and exists next to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've never done that. It's kind of a boring, played out opinion now, but Game of Thrones never never bothered with it. I tried. I got mm. like an hour, well, about an hour into it. And I was like, this is so fucking boring. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. This is not for me, sadly. The worst I... episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to... You have to power through episode one, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's hard enough to keep track of everybody's names anyway, but then that one, it's just, here's 50 people who are important. Uh, yeah, I don't have the attention span. you got to hook me straight away. Yeah. Oh, mate. Keep things simple. Um, I, kind of similarly, Michael, I've never watched a show that I think I think you're a fan of. Um, I've never even tried to watch Breaking oh. Bad. Oh, give it a try. Mm. I highly recommend giving it a try. It's very yeah. fun TV. Okay, I'm aware of the premise, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just never really sounds sounds pretty. I don't know. Sounds quite. I'm not sure what the word would be. Not not gritty, but just uh, it's a fairly serious subject matter, you know. It's yeah, yeah, but it's presented in a fun way, and like 
series by series, the intensity ramps up and it just mm-hmm. gets ridiculous and it's great and I loved it. It's the most invested I've ever been in any TV I've watched. Really? Yeah. I cried at the last episode, damn it. Oh, my oh, man. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Lost. I know now it's not worth it for the payoff, but obviously there's a few seasons there. Everyone, Everybody was talking about yeah. Lost at one point, and I just can't be asked. It's too much of it. I remember like in year six, my teacher used to always come in every week after the Lost episode and talk to us about it for an hour. It was great. We never got anything <laughs> oh, done. Oh, wow. Early podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I watched a little bit of Lost like right at right the start. And same with, um, was it just called Heroes? That oh, show yeah. oh yeah i liked heroes that went off the rails as well yeah yeah i don't think i made it through series one i think it it started out really interesting and i was like oh wait this is going slightly pretentious already i think they've you know they've got you can you could tell that they had big plans in their heads so like this is going to be a you know a real complex first two seasons were great but then it just yeah it just took a shit mm-hmm. yeah i watched some of that it was really fun but i, I watched I think every episode of Lost, except the last three, where I gave up and just didn't oh, want to no. continue. So <sighs> I was so close, but I thought, no, fuck this, it's not worth it. You can still go back and graduate, Mikey, there's still time. See, but I don't think I can, I've forgotten everything, it'll make no sense. I have to watch ent- every episode again, I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, is there any, um, are there any uh, movies, movie series that you've not watched? I know, Mikey, you've not watched... Um... Have you watched any Star Wars? You've not I've, watched I've, Star Wars. I've watched you? the newer ones. I've never seen the original three. Right. And Lord of the Rings again. That's just. I think it's just long fantasy. I can't get down with. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of like movies, like modern classics, if you like, that I've not watched. That mm. I, I've not watched. Uh, I've not watched like any of the Godfather movies. Um, uh, the, I, yeah, the first one's good, but yeah, you can forget about the others. I've uh, I've not watched Forrest Gump all the way through. Oh, now that's a bit sad, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't really think of any like big name movies right now from like the last twenty years. But there's a lot that I haven't watched. Um, yeah. What about you, Ben? Anything you've not you feel like you should have watched? Tons. So so many films I haven't watched. Yeah. Like, not so much recently. I've been pretty good in the past sort of ten years or so mm. at keeping up with stuff. But like, I never really watched films growing up. So there's lots of things. You know, I've I've only watched only watched Pulp Fiction for the first time in the last like year and a half. Oh, right. So there's ton loads of films that I just haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Like I didn't watch the I watched the first Hobbit film and then didn't watch the other two. I haven't watched the new Harry Potter crap. You know, Fantastic Beasts. So that there's stuff out there. Yeah, fant- fantabulous beasties mm. with everyone's favorite John yeah, Depp. I've not watched the uh, third Hobbit myself, but uh, might do one day. I might do. Oh well, we'll see, won't we? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, thank you very much for your answers, there, everyone. Uh, Pencils dialed. Maybe that should be. Oh well, I won't say it now because oh, that's the whole point oh. of the secret question. I mean, I've kind of, I've oh. kind of hinted far too much now. We're we're too oh. too committed. People have to stay and listen and find out if it is the secret question or not. Ah, oh. it might not be. That'll keep them hooked, right? Right to the end. Uh, I have got a thing. Go on, get your thing out. It's kind of I've I've cheated this this week to an extent in that while Boo. I was gathering the questions, one of the fan questions uh, <laughs> brought something to my attention that I just kind of wanted to go into more detail on. Okay. Um. So really, credit where credit's due. Corey Tucker at its Corey Tucker asked. What do you guys think of the one-off nudist special of Jungle Run, Naked Jungle, that was hosted by Keith Chegwin? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. 
So I thought that was supposed to be just a funny question. So I've brought a fifth question, like a real question later, uh, for, okay. for later on. But I then Googled this and it's a real thing. And I want to read it to you. Pray tell. So before we get into that, do, do you fellas, you're, you're aware of Jungle Run, right? You know what that's sure. about. Sure, absolutely. Who used to host Jungle Run? Um, oh God, someone really familiar. A guy called, I think he was called Mike Michael or something. I think there may have been a couple of different hosts, but um, hang on, let's see. Jungle Run. Sort of a crystal maze kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, wow. Presented by... Oh, Dominic Wood used yeah. to present it. Holy shit. Right. For a time. That's why. I thought there was someone I, I knew. But that's that's interesting because he's BBC. Sorry. I'm just re- I've just, I googled it myself and under the episodes tab, season three, episode one, the Coronation Street special. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Right, so Jungle Run, for those of you who don't know, across the Atlantic or into Europe, uh, was a children's TV show um, that was uh, essentially, I think maybe four kids, three or four kids would go on and there would be this, what seems in my memory, like an enormous series of like sets and stages that were like <laughs> really well dressed. They were probably a lot smaller if you went back and watched it, but... Um, they were jungle themed. There were two like chimps or like gorillas in costumes, and they just sort of run from one um, physical challenge to the next in different areas. Some were like water based, and you it, it know, did look good. It was like a really yeah. well designed show. And they, it was basically like you're right, Ben. It was like Crystal Maze because they would earn like ruby monkeys or something, and then mm. so many monkeys at the end would give them a certain amount of time in the final challenge or something like that. So that's Jungle Run. Naked Jungle is a real thing. Uh, I've got the Wikipedia page right here. Naked Jungle was a one-off television game show produced for the UK terrestrial TV channel, Channel 5, by Yorkshire Television. Ah, good old Yorkshire. Ah, yes. Yorkshire yeah, the, old, the old 50p game TV. Uh, <laughs> it aired on the 6th of June, 2000. Um, a game show with an assault course format based on and using the same set as the children's show Jungle Run, oh, no. it was controversial because its contestants were nudists. The, right. The program yeah, and the spe- nudist juices all over this lovely chat children's Oh, set. no, and then the kids came in the following week <laughs> after all these oh. old naked people had been there. The oh. program's presenter, Keith Chegwin, was also naked except for a hat. Oh, I'm sorry, what? That's not really naked then, is it? You need a hat. That's fine. Well... Yeah, you can leave your hat on. It was part of a special season of programmes on the channel to mark the 50th anniversary of British naturism. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, okay. A video, uh, I guess a VHS, of Naked Jungle was released by Universal Home Entertainment in late 2000. It wow. was rated 15 by the BBFC. And this has got the, naked uh... boys running around in it. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Did so... they have their Wilsons cropped off or like was it blurred or something? I d- or no. Phil Wilson. No, I don't think it was. Um, I'll tell you about the format of the show, but as far as I can tell, there was no censoring of. Um, oh my god! Of that, it's literal um, porn. Yeah, basically. So the program was made uh, basically in the same format as Jungle Run. Um, ten competitors were five naturist couples who were separated into men and women, with a single winner from each gender. The winner of the men and 
of the women then competed. That's a really weird, weirdly worded sentence. The winner of the men and of the women then competed yes. in a final in in a final inside the temple of the body. Oh, uh, right. To win a potential prize of five thousand uh, pounds. Is it worth it? Is it worth getting naked on TV for that? Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I mean these are actual naturists, so they probably don't mind. That's but, true, actually. Yeah. It says, while in Jungle Run, the competitors collected bananas and later monkey statues, in Naked Jungle, the objective was to obtain fig leaves, a biblical cover for genitalia. Surprisingly, well, it attracted 2 million viewers, apparently, which was a record. I mean, I tune into that. It was a record for Channel 5 at the time. (laughs) Uh, And it was 20% of the entire TV audience share in its time slot. So... That's how you get the people, is naked Chegwin. I, I mean, it says, like, since its debut in 1997, Channel 5 has always aimed to attract 5% of the total audience share. So they did really well off Naked Jungle. They sure did. Uh, or maybe just did well off Naked Cheggers. I don't know. Um, was was Cheggers also naked? He was. He, he just had a hat on. Oh, is that? Sorry, I didn't hear that bit. Yeah. God. Dick bin Cheggers. I don't know if I want that. And we've we've got some audience feedback here. Channel 5 stated that it had received 50 phone calls relating to the programme. <laughs> no. Evenly split between appreciation and criticism. Wow. Inc- including a woman who said that the programme res- was responsible for curing her postnatal depression. <laughs> wow. Just laughing at that Chegwin wang. Yeah. Oh. Um, the Independent Television Commission, ITC, declared that it had only received one complaint about the show. This was from a viewer complaining that he could do without Keith Chegwin prancing around. <laughs> <laughs> the naked Keith Chegwin was a bit too much for me. Uh, an, oh. ITV, uh, an ITC spokesman said there was no guideline against Keith Chegwin being on television. <laughs> Didn't break any rules, the no, Chegwin No, unfortunately rule. not. <laughs> and late night nudity in a non-sexual context and in a program that is well signposted may not be in breach of the program codes so apparently that's fine if you just tell people i guess they do it now don't they there's a couple of shows that are made these days where people just get actually naked on telly oh there's yeah like, naked attraction isn't it yeah it's really strange where the people they're just all naked and they look at each other's bits and decide that who they... show where they go into the room the couples and they just have sex in a, yeah, in sex a cube box. sex <laughs> box what? they just have sex in a cube while experts chat outside and then they come back out when they're done like wow how was that and they have a frank discussion in front of an audience after having sex in a box yeah that sounds magic really weird I don't, speaking of weird. Uh, sex boxes can i send over some screenshots i'm sorry for everyone at home of naked keith chegwin how how why not how much knob is there in there? There's thankfully no knob. But oh, oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, oh Keith. no, Keith! I mean, he's covered up, isn't he? Like he's not. Yeah, like his bits aren't flagrantly whipping around, but um, there's no full frontal going on. Well, I have it? confirmation here oh. from the article: the show did have full frontal nudity. Uh, nudity. Wow. Oh, wow. I just said nudity. Uh, the full the show's full frontal nudity and display of genitalia caused a furore in the Daily Mail. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were livid, which described the show as having plumbed, plumbed new depths of indecency on television. Ooh. Wow. Never heard. Okay, it plumbed <laughs> new <laughs> plumbed. depths. <laughs> it's quite strange. Plums on the mind. Yeah. 
the naturist gloss assured us, A, that no one will mention blowjobs. <laughs> okay. And that, B, the women will have droopy breasts. Wow. Um, Good. It's just a strange remark. It's quite specific, really, that those two things were... Uh, yeah, that's very odd. And Chegwin said that Naked Jungle was the worst career move he's made in his entire life. Wow. <laughs> really? That and really, though, Keith? And if he could turn the clock back, he would. He said that due to the programme's time slot of 11pm, he believed it would not have gained so much publicity. <laughs> oh, Keith, you should have known better. So that's Cheggs. Cheggers was actually naked on the telly with a bunch of other people in the children's Jungle Run set. Oh, God. What, what an age we live in. My God. Fantastic stuff. I've got a final question here. Yeah. Um, it, this is from two people who asked similar questions. We can sort of combine them together. Okay. Dork Detective at Detective Mateo says, Having spent my entire life in the USA, I've always wanted to have a traditional English breakfast. Oh, good. What? And a tuck as well. A tuck. Um, okay. What is a foreign food that you've always wanted to try? And uh, Ashley Thorpe at Boogers and Poo, lovely, <laughs> nice, um, says, nice. where's the strangest place you would like to visit slash go on holiday? I'm Ooh. going to Chernobyl in a few weeks and wonder oh, if there's anywhere oh, you guys yeah. would like to see. So where would you like to travel slash eat in the world? Yeah. Oh, I've always been very tempted to go on one of those secret secret escapes, Shh. tours of uh, Chernobyl. Yeah, that sounds so always thought That looked really cool and I wanted to go do that. I think oh, okay. North Korea would be fun. I wonder what. Yeah, <laughs> that's another one. Yeah. Like North Korean delicacies there are for me to try. Yeah. It's all uh, just corn shops filled with painted foods because they have no actual food. It's just cardboard with a picture of food on it. Mmm, tasty. I don't know if I'd want to eat at Chernobyl. Would you? No, I'm, I'm not saying. I mean, the mushrooms, I'm sure, are delicious. Mm. On the floor, delicious floor foods. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just saying, in terms of a, a, a strange holiday place, I'd like to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That'd be so good, yeah. I don't know if I would like to go to Chernobyl, you know. I, I think, like, Urbex, as they call it, uh, like, you know, urban exploration is, is cool in general, but I'm not... I don't think I'd go to Chernobyl. I think I'd rather go to, I don't know... Stoke-on-Trent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's lots of other abandoned places I'd prefer to go before I went to Chernobyl. Like, there's those... <laughs> like Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> there's, there's... um. Those catacombs under Paris that look pretty oh, cool. Yeah. yeah pretty spookums, cool. but, you know, something like that. Loads of food down there as well. Oh, God, yeah. I don't Delicious know. dead people. Mm. Mm-hmm. You get the uh, the mole people in uh, New York. Oh. It's like an urban legend. Did you know about that? No. It's basically just a prob- slightly, offen- well, pretty offensive term for just, like, homeless people who have allegedly built a, a sort of kind of a little settlement in in underground tunnels and stuff like in the subway yeah and they're known as like the mole people that'd be quite Um, fun i want to be a mole person yeah i don't know if it's true but it's got there's people that live under um las vegas and stuff so it must be pretty common wherever there's underground bits people people make themselves home Mm. people go down people like the holes they go in the holes and if you go deep enough you find a naked keith chagwin trying to Complete the jungle run. Ich bin Jaggers. Hey. Hello. Uh, Hello. What would you like to eat, fellas? I'd like to just go on a pizza tour. Pizza. Oh, my God. <laughs> just try all the pizzas. Probably America. Yeah. Work my way around. Have all, yeah. the, have all the good pizzas and the good burgers. 
I only mm. tried um, frogs' legs recently. I've had oh. snails as well. They're pretty cool. Oh, I've not done either. Not escargots. I've never done both any of those. Escargots, yeah. What was it like? Nice. I thought it was all right. Like oh. snails particularly was like less of a horrible texture than I expected. Because that just um, sounds disgusting from like inside and out. So wow. Yeah. No, it does. But um, it tastes of garlic, like flavor wise, because that's just mm. what they do it in. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just it was fine. It didn't didn't taste too slimy. It was had some. Yeah, you know, it was like it was like almost like meat. You know, it was like almost like lean meat, but not quite. It was slightly squishy, but. Oh, there we go. Mm. There's the, too, the snail review from Peter. Not Austin. too snaily. Yeah, there you oh. go. That's it. Peter's snail tail. <laughs> Mighty, is there any any special vegan food that you'd like to try from a, from somewhere around the world? There's um there's one kind of like vegan American beef burger kind of thing. It's called like the Beyond Meat Burger or something. Which turns out legally you can't get in the UK because it contains too many GMOs or something. Oh no. oh no! So there's like a restriction against it, so it can't be like you can't get an identical thing over here. And I had it when I went to Florida a couple of years ago. It was really bloody good. I miss it. Mm. Well, maybe maybe that'll be a benefit from Brexit that you'll receive. Yeah, let's. Go. That'll be the benefit. It makes of it all Brexit. worth it. The single one depends if it's banned by EU or just Britain. I don't. Oh, depends. true, true. Um, oh, I should have read into that before I voted. <laughs> it would have swayed you. Yeah. Campaigning on a single policy, <laughs> burgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, delicious! Is that all our questions, peeps? That's it. That's everything. Oh, there we, we go. We're done. Oh, We've all done we did a thing. Yeah, we got that. We went all the way. We went all the the whole way around. Oh boy, the whole way around. Well, guys, thank you so much for. Uh, for doing the fake radios today yeah it's been fun yeah and we'll be back uh we'll be back again in a fortnight's time uh peter's just done a stream oh mm. shit haven't you peeps what did you do i did uh we we rekindled spyro rekindled trilogy we went back to that amazing so yeah. next up on the streaming schedule will probably be mikey yeah boy i'll and you can f- i have no plans for anything yet but it'll be something fun yeah yeah so we'll we'll post about that as and when that will be coming maybe in the next couple of weeks or so who is to say but if you want to support us financially you can do store.yogscast.com if you navigate yourself to the vidiots section you can buy yourself some nice podiots merchandise and some vidiots merch and there's also a code right yeah oh, oh boy there's a code use code vidiots at checkout that's vidiots for 10 percent off everything on the yogscast store everything everything anything you buy and we get some money from that. It's amazing. We'd also like to thank uh, the very kind people who have uh, who have donated so generously oh. during the streams. Mm. All of that comes directly to us, and it's split three ways. Well, it's split four ways. Three, uh, three of them go to us, so we can have have a nice treat. And then the other quarter is put back into supporting the show and making sure that if we need to, you know, fix the wheel on our podcast car, that we can do that. We've got the money available yeah. to fix our pod car to make it go good. Yeah, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook dot com forward slash Vidious official. There's your some small videos have been going up on YouTube, just little little tidbits that we've got from the vault, little behind the scenes stuff. We've been slowly uploading. Oh, snippets! Be nice. Twitch TV forward slash Vidious official is where we're streaming. We're taking it in turns. We're trying to we're trying to. I mean, it's not worked out that way, but we're trying uh, podcast every fortnight, and in between the, those times, there 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 might be a stream. So yeah. you've got you've got something coming pretty much every week, pretty much on average. The fun never ends. If you want to see what 
Mikey's up to, go to the Yogscast YouTube channel, the main one. Oh. And you can see all the amazing productions he's been working on. What are you working on at the moment? What are you working on, mate? Well, we've just... Um, <laughs> so we, I just edited Hat Films' uh, Team Sonic Racing live action video, so go check that out. It was a lot of fun oh. to do. It was a fucking insane edit and took away a good chunk of my life. But please, please go watch it. It makes it all worthwhile. Right now, I don't know what the future holds. Oh. Oh. Every day is a new adventure. Wow. If you want to find where Peter and I are on a daily basis, youtube.com forward slash team triple jump. It's a video game channel where we do lists and other silly videos. So yeah. do come along and uh, check us out if you We do a damn to. sight more than that, Ben Potter. We do worst th- games ever and we do streams. I thought you said we'd do a dab site. Well, I was about to go, don't make me do it, Peter. I'm holding my phone. I'll throw <laughs> it if, I, if you make me dab. I'll knock, everything, I'll knock my water over. It's fine, I didn't. Okay, that's good to know. Finally, you can leave us an iTunes review or a review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. And that's it. Thank you. That's all we've got. Beautiful. Thank you, Ben, Beautiful. for that wonderful outro there. So I've got room to. Uh, we will see you in two two-ish weeks for the podcast and maybe in the meantime if you if you like michael johnson which i don't <laughs> oh fuck him <laughs> okay uh do we, wait, okay. do we have a do we have a, a question for the end yeah Did, are we going to go for the the question yeah maybe we should just do that it's just really let everyone down it's yeah. not not very I got a new secret question oh. i got a new one yeah yeah if if we could yes or no should we um, exhume Keith Chegwin and make him present another episode of Naked Jungle Rat. <laughs> we'll make a Kickstarter. Yeah. The second low point of his career. <laughs> the lowest point of his career. We have to bury him lower now. Oh, we'll should, oh, we'll call it a dick starter instead. Oh, no. there it is. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, oh. amazing. Yeah, yes or no? What do you think, guys? Let us know in the, yeah. in the comments. We have this power. Places. We can make it happen. We'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll fucking do it for you guys. You see, you wait and see. Yeah, you just, you just watch us. <laughs> Just you fucking wait see. All right, guys, it's time to gallop off into the sunset or the rain or the rain set. Am I right, Peter? What's oh, it look like? yeah, I'm absolutely. Turning yeah. Now, okay. uh, it's spitting. still raining. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kevin, roll the music. Thank music. you, Kevs. Cheers, Kevin. Kev. The music's happening now. That means we've got like two seconds left to go. Okay, bye. Bye, bye everyone. Bye. bye. bye.